This is Jetlagged with Holly and Steven. Oh my god, it's our first episode, Steven. This is our first episode of Jetlagged, our travel podcast. And right now we're talking about your just your recent trip to Europe. Um, a little background on us. We met in college in a Swedish class. So shout out to Veronica. We love you, Veronica. Thank you for changing our lives. But we never actually went to Sweden until you did last week. So tell me all the places you went. So I started in Stockholm and then um, went to Uppsala and then to Riga, Tallinn, and uh, Helsinki. And then just a 24-hour layover in Reykjavik on my way back to Seattle. Ooh. I'm jealous I didn't go with you. I know. Okay, so you started in Stockholm. Yeah. And you thought the Vasa Museum was the best part. Tell me about the Vasa Museum. Yeah, so the Vasa Museum, um, it's a super cool museum um, on an island just uh, nearby the old town of Stockholm. And it houses this... uh, huge 1600s warship called the Vasa, which was named after the king, Gustav Vasa. And it was one of the greatest uh, warships of the time. And uh, it had two rows of cannons and it was like super heavily armed. Although it didn't get far because it sank just a couple hundred meters into its maiden voyage. Um, it hit a gust of wind in Stockholm Harbor and keeled over and sank. That sucks. <laughs> I like that story, though. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Apparently, I was going to be like, that ship sounds badass, and then you're like, it sank immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the king like insisted on having that extra row of cannons on top, and I guess... The designer didn't really account for that, and the (laughs) ship was too narrow. It didn't have enough ballast, I guess, uh, on the the bottom, enough weight to keep it down. And so it just was top-heavy and just tipped over. And, yeah, that was was a big embarrassment, I think. Although the king wasn't there to see it. (laughs) And so, yeah, it just, it, it, about, like, few dozen people died um oh i know and that makes it less funny yeah and it it remained at the bottom of stockholm harbor for over 300 years and then um they raised it up again in in 1961 and it was a huge ordeal to try to do that first of all it's it was um interesting that it was able to survive that long in the water because Mm -hmm. if it had been in salt water um if it had been out in the ocean uh it would have been eaten by this organism i don't remember the name of it but there's an organism that eats there's an organism that what 
eats wood. Yeah, and so it would have been gone in 150 years. But since it was in the water that it was, it survived. And so they brought it up and they sprayed it with this chemical called PEG, which we actually use in my blood bank lab. Um, and it was a, it, it, the purpose of it was to replace all the water in the wood so that they could preserve it. So they had to spray it down for 12 years. And also, since all the iron like nails had rusted away, they had to remake those and uh, put the ship back together, all 5,000 pieces that were sort of scattered around on the harbor floor. Um, and so that was a huge ordeal. And now it looks amazing. It's 98% original, I think. And it, it's housed in this air-conditioned uh, museum. And they have awesome exhibits showing the life of uh, the people at the time there. And they even have the, the skeletons of a lot of the people that were found and they did sort of facial reconstructions and researched uh, how those people lived and what they, how old they were, what what they were likely to uh, have done, like what experience they had. And there was even two women that were found on board, probably um, women who were on the ship just to see it off and they would have gotten off further um, along the archipelago in Stockholm before the ship went out to sea. It's a cool museum. It was definitely the highlight. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I'm distracted. Me too. <laughs> Drinking coffee. Ooh, speaking of coffee, you did fika a lot, and that was Veronica's favorite thing to tell us about in Swedish class was fika. Yeah, it's really fun. I... It's it doesn't sound very interesting, but it is. <laughs> you just sit at a cafe and and get your coffee and your cinnamon bun or or, or any kind of baked good, and it's an essential part of any Swedish person's day. And you can do it at the cafe, or you can even get fika to go. And it's yeah, you see all all kinds of people get their fika during the day. It's a very popular thing to do. And, I yeah, there's love lots it. Of, yeah, there's a lot of cafes around, and you can get your fika wherever you want. <laughs> did you have any favorite cafes in Stockholm? Um, or did you just like them all? I just liked them all. <laughs> I got fika like a lot of different places. Um, yeah, I I did go to one like it was sort of a cafe slash um, clothing store. And they had all these designer sandwiches. That's what I'm calling them. Because um, they're just like so fancy, like these open faced sandwiches with a ton of like creamy cheese and radishes and um, like different herbs on top. And I don't even know what else is on it, but it just looked really nice. <laughs> Ooh, do you remember what that place was called? No, but I'd probably be able to find it. The coffee shop Stephen is talking about here was inside an Arquette clothing store in Stockholm. So did you go to, I looked it up and it says that the name for the old town is Gamlestan. Did you go see the old town? I did. The old town is... anything interesting? Yeah, I like the old town. It's like very touristy, obviously, but that's where the city Mm -hmm. started and it's 
really beautiful architecture. Um, they have a bunch of churches there from the different groups that used to live in the city. The Gamustan was the, the entirety of the city for a long time. Um, and right now it, uh, it houses the parliament and the royal palace and then just the medieval buildings of the time. Um, but yeah, each ethnic group had their church. There's the German church and the Finnish church and the Swedish church. And yeah. Well, that sounds interesting. Um, was it, cause when I went to Prague, the old town was super windy cause they're the old cities in Europe are designed so that they can't be invaded easily. Mm. So in Prague, the the streets were all like a maze. Was that what the Gamlestan was like in Stockholm? I'd say so. Yeah, there weren't really, there aren't really many wide streets, or any, and they do wind around. Um, but it's it's on an island, so it's it it doesn't have any sort of wall. Oh, so it. that, that would did. protect it from being invaded. Probably a little bit better than just being... Just being in the middle of Europe, like yeah. Prague is. <laughs> but that's one thing about Stockholm that I don't think a lot of people know, is that it's it's made up of a ton of islands. And yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and not only that, but they have the archipelago, which um, is thousands of islands that people um, have cabins on. And they like to just uh, go there during the summer and just hang out and get away. It's it's pretty cool. Like you could take a ferry out to a lot of them, and and just chill out. Oh, that's it, fun. I was, Did you take the ferry out? I I um, didn't take a ferry out to one of the islands, but I did go through there on my overnight ferry to Latvia, and it was really beautiful. Oh, okay. uh, it almost reminded me of sort of northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, because uh, a lot of those islands were made during the Ice Age when the ice just carved out the islands. Um, And so it sort of has a similar looking topography if you just imagine that the sea is the lake, (laughs) which it's not, but and the the buildings look kind of similar to like a cabin you would in Minnesota and the the trees look kind of similar, so it kind of reminded me well, that's why a lot of Scandinavian people settled in Minnesota and Wisconsin is because this looks like the old countries. So that's why when my great-grandparents came here because they had family here. But I think the family that they already had here came because this looks like Norway and Denmark. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, what else did you see? You went to you only went to the gardens at Drottningholm Palace, but you yes. said they were amazing. They were amazing. <laughs> they yeah they I mean they're like not any better or worse than any other royal palace gardens, but I think they're really relaxing just to hang out in because yeah gardens especially are during fun the to summer, explore. Yeah, especially during the summer, it gets really hot and and. Uh, crowded and congested in the city so it's nice to have Mm -hmm. a place to get away to and just I just went there and just read a book and hung out 
with the geese. Oh, that sounds really nice. <laughs> oh, you hung out with geese? Yeah, were they, they kept coming like, up to me, they, like, and they were, they were watching me. They didn't do anything. They didn't say anything. Oof. They were watching. Ew. hate <laughs> geese. They were probably used to, like, handouts from tourists, so they came up and were like, uh, Brad? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. I did not have any bread for them, unfortunately. Good. Don't feed geese. They're gross. <laughs> Don't encourage the wildlife. I won't. Uh, you also went to see Montellius Vegan Viewpoint. And you know I love a good viewpoint. How was that? <laughs> it was, it was really Dude, good. Don't laugh at me. I believe you. I love a viewpoint. I just like the way you phrased that. Um, I love viewpoints. <laughs> it, it was really cool. Like, I, I heard about it. Uh, it was recommended to me. And I was like, all right, that sounds good. Um, but it's just in, in Sudaman, which is this, uh, up and coming, like hipstery, I guess, neighborhood, um, south of the Gamasan. And, uh, it's just a, a viewpoint that overlooks the Gamasan and you can see the city hall and just the whole harbor area. And it's uh, really beautiful and it's good to go there, um, during the sunset. I, I went there during sunset and it was really beautiful. Oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Did you get pictures? I did. Okay. I want to see your pictures. Okay. Uh, is send. there anything else interesting? I'm really disappointed you didn't go to the ABBA Museum. But is there I anything... <laughs> I would have gone. I would have been like, this is weird. Let's go see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it does sound weird. <laughs> Is there anything else exciting in Stockholm you want to talk about? Um, I did like the the city hall. I thought the city hall was really cool. Um, oh, what was because, cool about the city hall? Yeah, um, it's probably the grandest building, in my opinion, in Stockholm. Uh, it's a towering sort of, it almost looks Venetian. It was sort of built in an Italian um, Renaissance looking uh, style in the early 1900s. And oh, it's, it's, it's very ornate. Yeah, it's very ornate and, um, it's, it's all brick on the outside and it has this giant tower. And then, uh, on the inside they have two like big courtyard areas. One is outdoor and then one is indoor. The indoor one, um, is all brick inside and it's called the blue room. And it was originally called the Blue Room because the architect wanted to, like, paint the whole thing blue inside. But then he loved the uh, brick look so much that he decided just not to have it blue anymore. But it's still called the Blue Room. And that's where the the big uh, Nobel Prize, uh, not the ceremony, but the dinner and, and the dance is held. The dinner's at, held in that Blue Room. And for the, not the Peace Prize, because that's held in Norway, but the, all the other prizes, the uh, literature, chemistry, physics, uh, medicine, economics, those uh, are all held there. So they have the royal family come and all the prize winners and they have a big dinner there. Um, and then they have the dances upstairs, I believe. It's in the, the gold room. I think that's what it's called. But it's like all these gold 
uh, it's completely covered in these gold pieces. And it's, it's a huge mosaic um, uh, that's pretty cool to see. And then you get to see uh, some interesting mistakes that they point out to you on the tour uh, because the artist was a bit inexperienced. They couldn't really find anyone to uh, make a mosaic in the Byzantine style back in the early 1900s in Sweden. But so they found this really young person who had this is like so one of his first jobs guy. out of school. Yeah, <laughs> this well, guy who had nice been to him. like Greece or something, and who had just gotten out of school. He was super young, and he got that. Yeah, it's a good job for him, and it looks good. But there are a couple funny mistakes, and they're just they just went with it. So it's 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 a cool looking room, though. I would recommend well, good going for that guy. Yeah. And you have to go with a guided tour, but I think the guided tour was really good. Obviously, all I'm saying is because I took the guided tour, I know all this stuff. <laughs> well, I'm glad you took the guided tour. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun and really informative. Yeah. I like things that fun. are fun and informative. <laughs> you also get to see where the, um, the elected officials meet of the city, and it's in this room where the ceiling, uh, it looks sort of like uh, old Nordic slash Viking style longhouse. Um, the ceiling is, it, it's, it's sort of uh, like a pointed ceiling, uh, like a long ceiling. And it, it's sort of red on the outside and then it's blue on the top. And the blue is supposed to symbolize uh, like an open sky. Because a lot of the Viking uh, longhouses, they would have an open ceiling for the fire to get out. And so oh, that, they would see that's the sky really cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I want to see that. I like me some good architecture. Yeah. Okay, so this is a travel podcast, so we obviously have to talk about where you stayed. And you said City Backpackers Hostel Stockholm. What did yes. you think about that? I really liked it. Um, Was I, it cheap? It was really cheap. I think I paid around $35 a night, something that's like that. That's not bad. So that's pretty good. Um, it was really clean, um, and it's a it's an older building, uh, but it was two levels uh, on the ground floor and a lower level, and it was pretty nice. I stayed in a sort of a dorm room with um, five other people, and it was good. They had plenty of showers and, and bathrooms and they had a big kitchen too uh, and free pasta so I could make uh, dinner whenever you, whenever I wanted to um, and yeah uh, they had refrigerators for each room like sort of stacked up in the kitchen area so you could keep you could buy food and keep it in a refrigerator so you don't have to worry about that and it really helped save money because eating out and drinking alcohol in Sweden is really expensive so if you can do without doing that too much, um, you can save a lot of money. Uh, yeah, that sounds really nice. I like places that have refrigerators and kitchens. Yeah. Okay. So from Stockholm, where did you go? What was the next stop? The next stop? Um, well, I also took a day trip to um, Uppsala. Uppsala. <laughs> I don't know how to say that exactly. But... Um, yeah, that, that city was really cool. 
Would uh, you see in Uppsala? They had the, well, that's where I think the oldest university is in Scandinavia, as well as one of the yeah, largest and one of the largest cathedrals in Scandinavia as well. Um, um, and it also has the second biggest IKEA in Sweden, which I'm really disappointed you didn't go see. I know. I needed to get me a like a table and chairs or something. I don't know. That would have been a good souvenir, right? Yeah. Maybe a weird I just looking think it, lamp. I just think it'd be interesting to go see like a giant IKEA. I know they're already giant. Like, what? How, how much bigger can they get? I don't know. It says it, it said it was the second biggest. So where's the biggest? I don't know. If we have any listeners who know where the biggest IKEA in Sweden is, let us know because I want to go see the biggest IKEA in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> like, that'd be a fun adventure, just getting lost in the biggest IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> Um, something else that I thought was awesome about Uppsala, 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 we don't know how to say this, um, (laughs) that you said you didn't go see is Gamla Uppsala. I think Gamla just means old because Gamla Stan was the old town in Stockholm and Gamla Uppsala, Uppsala is historic old Uppsala, um, but I guess it has, like, a lot of really old things, like pre-Viking burial mounds, uh, really, really old buildings. Um, it said it's an archaeological site with 6th century religious center that did human sacrifices, and then it's got the ancient burial mounds. And you didn't go see this. I know. <laughs> How can you miss this? <laughs> you can only see so much. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was a day trip. But yeah. what did you see if you didn't go see the old burial mounds? <laughs> <laughs> the, the human sacrifice religious center from the 6th century. What did you, you go see instead? <laughs> well, the main thing I saw was the... Gustavianum, the university museum. Okay, um, how was that? It was really cool. Like, it had a lot of different... They sound like random things, but it, it was like a lot of different cool things. Um, and the top floor, they start you out with the um, the dissection room, which was made in the... Uh, I don't know. I think it was in the 17 or 1800s it was made for people to watch you like dissect a human and see what the anatomy of the human is um all right yeah interesting and i mean go science but that's gross yeah and then they also had like um a lot of old uh viking um era artifacts and rune stones and things like that by the way there's like a lot of rune stones around just the just the city oh. itself. I don't know if they're placed there or not, but they had just have them like just scattered across the city, and then little plaques saying what they say. And oh, it's fun. always something like really, not lame, but just really regular. Like this, this is made for, blah 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 by, 
by so-and-so in memory of her son who went off to war or something. Or... I feel like runestones sound like super mystical, like, oh my god, it's a runestone, but then it's literally just like old writing. It is, yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing really that interesting about it except that it's old. Yeah. <laughs> it is cool, like, design, though. It's cool to see it. Mm-hmm. But the museum also had old scientific instruments from the university time, uh, including Anders Celsius's first thermometer. Um, which used to have 100 as the freezing point and zero as the boiling point. And so you can see that there, as well as a lot of other instruments that um, the famous scientists of the day in Sweden used. Um, and then they had an ancient Egyptian and also other ancient artifact exhibit um, there as well. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. What else did you do? The Gustav... Gustavianum. Did I say that right? Gustavianum. That sounds like really interesting. I can see why you would go see that instead of Gamla Uppsala. Yeah, I thought it might be more interesting than a bunch of mounds, but you know, I don't know. So maybe the Gamla Stan would have been better. Well, we'll go back together and we'll see both of them. (laughs) What else did you see in Uppsala? Um, The massive cathedral. It's huge. Yeah, how was that? Where the, that's where the king is buried, Gustav Vasa, I believe. I believe that's the same guy who made that horrible ship that sank. <laughs> we'll have to check. It that, was though. probably a very nice ship. Yeah, it, it was beautiful, but you know, it wasn't very effective. <laughs> it just ship. didn't float very well. <laughs> no, it didn't float very well. <laughs> Yeah. We should stop laughing at it. People died. I know. But it's still kind of funny. It though. is really funny. <laughs> but you know what? If it hadn't what? if it hadn't sunk, we would not have it today. That's, That's true. That's the only reason it survived. And we get to see such a beautiful yeah. exhibit so you can go see it. And yeah, I go just and take it. advantage of their horrible disaster. <laughs> And it only, it'll cost you, like, what, like, $15 to go see? That's nothing. Oh, wow, that's not bad at all. No, the, all the museums, I'd say almost all the museums in uh, Stockholm are very cheap. Like, about half oh, of them nice. are free. And the other half are, I don't think, I think the most expensive is the Skansen, which is this open-air folk um, area. It's huge on this island, and it just has a bunch of different um, uh, buildings from all over Sweden that they uh, put there to show you sort of folk life and traditional life uh, of Sweden. Is and it, that one's, that one's is it like Swedish Old World Wisconsin? Basically. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't go there, but it's very popular. Yeah, well... I can see why it would be. Like, I would probably go see it and then be like, this is boring. I know. I went, I was, I was like, oh, it's too hot outside. I can't be outside Yeah. <laughs> like, old world Wisconsin is that kind of thing that you always think, this is going to be fun. Then you get there and you're like, I'm literally just watching a blacksmith make horseshoes. This is boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what it is. Um, yeah. Because oh. when I was 16 on my exchange trip to Germany... 
my host family took me to a little town like that that was German old world Wisconsin. I was like, this is going to be cool. And then we got there and I was like, this is boring. (laughs) It's the kind of thing where you always think it's going to be cool. And then you get there and you're like, it's just an old house. Yeah. Although you never know. This is supposed to be, this is the first one, I think, in Europe. Like, this is the original of the old Wisconsin. So it might be pretty cool. Yeah. And (laughs) do they have long houses? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> oh you didn't go <laughs> i didn't go i think it might be interesting instead of seeing like this is how old farmers lived to be like this is how vikings lived that's true although you can so, see that at the swedish history museum too they have a huge viking exhibit and it's free in case all right <laughs> okay so you saw the cathedral and it was awesome in it, Uppsala. it was awesome we got t- we got distracted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else did you see in Uppsala? Just the Gustavianum and the cathedral? Yes. And then I just okay. walked around the botanical gardens a bit. Oh, how was that? It was really pretty. Um, yeah. they, they, uh, there's a, a scientist from the 1700s called Carl uh, von Linné or Carl Linnaeus, and he uh, was called, he's like the called the father of modern taxonomy or something, because he created the taxonomical system that we use for um, plants and animals. Um, oh. Like sort of the genus and species and how all that is yeah. organized. Uh, so he founded that, and he was also like obviously like a doctor and all these other things because that's what all those scientists were in, that, in those days. They just did a ton of stuff. And he ha- had this huge, like, botanical garden and, like, greenhouse thing um, in Uppsala and uh, had did all this research on plants. Um, so, he, yeah, he had the greenhouses so he could grow these plants in the horrible Swedish winters. <laughs> well, that's but really yeah, cool, though. He, had a, he has a big uh, influence on science, and he's Swedish. So. Aww. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So, then you just did a day trip in Uppsala. Yes. It's really close and easy to get to. It's only, I think, maybe eight bucks to take the train out there, and it's a half-hour train. It's really easy. Okay. Yeah, you really liked the uh, public transportation on your whole trip didn't you i did i was really impressed by the public transportation and don't do not when you go to stockholm do not take the stupid airport express train from arlanda to the city because it's 40 dollars, and it's fast it's like 20 minutes so if you need to get there fast then take that but otherwise don't you can just go to the 7-eleven or any other convenience store in the airport and get either like a 24 hour or a three day, I think, or I got just got a seven day uh, transit pass, just unlimited transit pass. And then you can take the, the bus and then change to a, a commuter train to the city and it takes about maybe 45 minutes. And it's only costs you about three, four dollars 
to get into the city rather than 40. Nice. Um, Yeah, it's super easy. And I would definitely recommend doing that because you don't want to pay $40 to get into the city. It's ridiculous. No. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Who does? Ugh. So I'm disappointed you didn't do any boating because everything I looked up was like, you should go kayaking or canoeing or boating on the lake or the river. So you didn't do any of that. (laughs) Um, But when you left Sweden, you took the ferry. Yeah, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. The only ferry I've ever been on was with you when I visited Seattle when we went to Bainbridge Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so was ha- fun, but this one was much funner, if that's a real word. I was going to say, how does this ferry compare to the one to Bainbridge Island? <laughs> it felt sort of halfway between Bainbridge Island Ferry and Cruise Ship. Um, oh. It's about, I think it's about nine levels high. Um, oh, wow. And, like, obviously the first few levels are cars, but, um, yeah, they have just all the cabins and then the restaurants uh, and, like, casinos and what have you. But Oh, that's what sounds like a cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> so it was an overnight ferry, so did you sleep on it? I did, yeah. I was in a sort of a dorm, sort of three-person cabin that was tiny, so I don't know if I'd do that again, but it was, I had it to myself. So that was awesome oh. because there was nobody on the ferry. Um, oh, that's nice. I was going to ask if you made friends with your dorm ferry mates, <laughs> but Thank that's God nice I that you had not. it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it only cost me about 35 euros uh, for the actual ferry ride. Um, and you went to Riga? I did. And they also have an awesome buffet dinner. They have to go to on the Oh, nice. And, yeah, it's pretty crazy. They have all these kinds of fish and meatballs and, like, salads and all this cool stuff. Um, and also white wine, red wine, beer on tap. So you Ooh. can have as much as you want. And it's about 35 euros. It's that sounds good. dangerous. Yeah, it is. I've heard on the, especially, like, the Stockholm to Helsinki ferry, they have the Tallink Cilia line as well as the viking line that goes across and apparently it's like you get to see scandinavians go crazy because alcohol is usually so expensive but now it's like included in this buffet dinner so yeah go nuts there you should never have like endless alcohol (laughs) there was a i just saw a sign for oktoberfest the one in milwaukee that's like an all-you-can-drink special for probably um, just tap beer. <laughs> I was like, that you shouldn't. <laughs> it's never been a good idea to have an all-you-can-drink special. Yeah. I, well. for, we had um, all-you-can-drink rail drinks. Uh, for New Year's once, and it was the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I never wanted to do an all-you-can-drink thing again. <laughs> it was really bad. Oh. <laughs> it was really bad. God. Anyway, so you took the... You didn't drink all-you-could-drink on the ferry. No, I didn't. I had, like, Good. two drinks, and that was enough. 
like yeah. a good time. So you got to Riga and you were sober. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. What did you do in Riga? Uh, first off, tell me what country Riga is in because I've never heard of Riga. <laughs> it's in Latvia. <laughs> so Okay, that's why I've never heard of it. I'm not very familiar with Latvia. I was not either. Um, but it's it's a lovely city. Plenty of German tourists are there. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. So it's it it had a it has a cool medieval center. Um, a lot of medieval churches, and um, you get to, to see uh, the different medieval buildings that the German merchants who sort of ran the city lived in and worked in at the time including the House of the Blackheads, which was the big guild hall of the unmarried German merchants who lived there, and it's just a really fancy building. Um, yeah, a lot of the buildings were destroyed in World War II, but they've been rebuilt, and so... Okay. Yeah. Um, did they rebuild all of them? Uh, or is I don't it know. like Dresden, where they left some knocked down and just have pictures out front saying, this is what it looked like before it was bombed? Oh, I don't know about that, but they do have pictures inside. I know I did go in um, one of the churches, and they had uh, a lot of pictures on what it used to look like. And they sort of rebuilt it. It looks pretty much the same as it did then, but a lot of the oh, inside nice. art was destroyed, you know? So that's, oh, yeah. that's not there anymore. Although they did, interestingly enough, they did um, a lot of the artwork when I think when the Nazis were ruling over the city, they had a lot of artwork taken from that church to Poland for some reason. And and then afterwards, like recently, they were able to get a lot of that stuff back. So it did survive. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lovely city. And you get to see the different architectural styles. They have the medieval, obviously, and then the sort of horrible building projects of the Soviet times. And then, <laughs> and then also the most interesting is the Art Nouveau buildings, which were I was gonna in ask the you. early 1900s. Yeah, those are really interesting. Uh, they're yeah, beautiful, it said that but like they have a whole. What? Oh yeah, they they have a whole street of them. Mm-hmm. And they're they're beautiful, they're, but they're they're a bit bizarre. Like, they're interesting to look at. They have, like, screaming heads on them and weird sphinxes and random torsos. And I don't know. They're just really interesting. You got to see it. (laughs) I want to see it. Oh, did you go see the Museum of Occupation? I did. It was was fine. It just shows... um, it's just basically an exhibit you walk through and see, uh, and it's it's all written down like different sections of writing, and they explain to you oh. the history of when Lat between when Latvia became independent to when it was invaded by the Soviet Union, then the Nazis, and then the Soviet Union again, and how that all played out. Um, oh, when I was reading it about it, it sounded much more interesting. It is interesting, and they're in the process of building a, a special building for it. So once it gets housed in there, it might look a lot better. 
but it's free okay. so it's i think it's worth yeah. checking out if you're there i think it's worth checking out but i wouldn't go there just for that okay so it's free and it's worth going to but like don't make it an event no it's not that interesting yeah <laughs> what is worth going to that you saw did you um, see the Swedish gate? Yeah, that was pretty cool. It's just an old gate. Okay. I don't know. I I think was Riga was the least really my least favorite part of the trip. I don't think it was bad. It's okay. just my least favorite part of the trip. It it's had a lot of interesting architecture, and it was cool to see, um, to see sort of a former Soviet Union republic. Um, and how mm-hmm. that has changed since those times. Because um, I'd never been to that part of the world before. But, um, yeah, it's good. There, there are more interesting former Soviet places. I think so. Well, uh, I don't know. Probably. When I was looking it up, one thing that I read about that I guess is like a big thing in Riga that you didn't do was drink Riga Black Balsam, which it said is like an herbal vodka. So I'm kind of disappointed you didn't try that. Yeah. But it also sounds like the kind of thing that you try because it's a thing there, but you only try it once. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like one of those things that it's either you love it or hate it. Yeah. Um, so you stayed at an Airbnb in Riga. Did you like your Airbnb? I loved it. It's awesome. And it's really cheap there. I paid $100 for three nights. Nice. Yeah. And it had like a kitchen and a bed and a bathroom, all the things you need. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Did you get to go to any restaurants and try like traditional latvian food no (laughs) oh you just cooked for yourself okay so after riga where did you go i took a bus up to tallinn estonia okay it's about three four hours drive and the buses are really nice i went on lux express and that's the way you get around in the baltic countries that's the best way is by bus um, mm-hmm. and I was very impressed by Tallinn. It's an amazing city. It's, it's very touristy, but with good reason, because it's, uh, got this beautiful medieval town, very pristine and very well preserved. Uh, it still has the old city wall with all the towers on it. Um, and it's just amazing. And it was a lot more developed than, than Riga was. I was surprised to see. It almost felt like a Nordic country more than a Baltic country. Oh. Yeah, it was it was very cool. I was very impressed. And the area I stayed in, which is it's so tiny, it's such a tiny city that the area I stayed in um, was a neighborhood uh, that is just just west of the old town, and it had all these old wooden buildings um, from the eighteen hundreds that were like renovated inside into apartment buildings and stuff. And it was just really relaxing and quiet. And it just, 
about 10 minute walk to the center of the old town. So everything is super close there. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, did you go, there's a viewing platform that I read about. Did you go to see the Kotuotsa viewing platform? Yeah, it was super cool. Like you get great views of the, of the old town and the city. And there's a lot of great uh, places to see, to view. You, I went up also to one of the in, inside one of the churches. I think it was Saint Olaf's Church that I um, okay. went up to the top of the tower, and you get fantastic views. Um, yeah, it's just uh, a beautiful city, and it's also okay. one of the old uh, German merchant. Uh, run cities of the medieval times and yeah so obviously there's a lot of um, German history there as well as um, Mm -hmm. you get to see again all the different architectural styles of uh, the different uh, countries that ruled over Estonia over the last uh, thousand years or so that's interesting yeah Uh, one of the things I was reading about you said you didn't even hear of was St. Catherine's Passage and it said it's just like workshops from St. Catherine's Guild and they still make and sell handmade items today. So That's if cool. you had heard about yeah, if you had heard about it, you could have gone there and got something handmade from Estonia Ugh. as a souvenir. I know. Well, that's that's for our listeners to do now. Now they know. Yeah. I would like to know if there's anything cool there. We'll have <laughs> to go back. Or we'll have listeners email us and send pictures and be like, I got this yeah. cool thing in St. Catherine's Passage. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what else did you... You said you well, saw the Great Guild Hall building, but you didn't go in to see the museum. No, I decided not to do that since I just had a day there. But it it looks pretty cool from the outside. Um, okay. One thing I one building I did really like, um, and I think it it is sort of an interesting uh, church. Uh, they have this hundred year old Russian Orthodox cathedral right in the center of town, right across from the Parliament building. Um, which I think was built as kind of a a show of power by the Russian Empire because they built it on top of an old, um, like, sacred site of the Estonian people. And they, I think they had to level a statue of Martin Luther to plop down their Russian Orthodox cathedral. Um, But it's super beautiful. Um, And inside you get to see all the ornate, uh, paintings and they almost look medieval because they ha- still have the golden halos around the the heads of the saints and the Christ and they have incense and huge candles and like uh, chandeliers and they had some sort of service going on when I was there and they had these these women singing these hymns and it sounded really enchanting and I was just mesmerized by it it was super oh. cool yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, because it's just total opposite of what the Lutheran cathedrals are, because Lutheran cathedrals are very um, stark and simple and no really 
decorations of any kind, except for maybe like the altar and the pulpit. But mm -hmm. that's it. <laughs> All right. So in Tallinn, you stayed in an Airbnb as well. And you said it was in that cool, like, old section of town. Yes. How was that Airbnb? It was really good. I, yeah. It, I only paid, I think it was a little more expensive than Riga was, but it still was not bad at all for two nights there. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, and then where'd you go after Tallinn? After Tallinn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to the. I went to Helsinki after Tallinn. Okay, so you I took, took a bus there. I took a ferry there. Um, the same ferry company, the Tallink line, um, from Tallinn to Helsinki, and it was about two hours. It was one of those giant cruise ship ferries again. And. Then you didn't get drunk on. Nope. <laughs> I only had two hours. <laughs> For some people, that's enough. Yeah. So, yeah, Helsinki was pretty cool. First thing I did when I got there was go to a Baroque uh, concert at the Helsinki Baroque Orchestra playing. And Ooh. Yeah, they had some sort of... I had Bach playing. I don't know what else was playing because the whole program wasn't finished, but... It was enjoyable. <laughs> and they had it at the big music hall there, which uh, it, it's, it's a, they have really interesting architecture in Helsinki. And this is one of those buildings that was pretty amazing looking. So I would recommend seeing Ooh. if there are any shows playing when you're there and check it out. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, one thing I thought sounded really cool that you didn't visit was the Suomenlinna, which yeah. is a maritime fortress and it's spread across seven islands. That looked pretty cool, uh, but I wasn't able to see it. It was pretty bad weather and I only had a whole day there. So I decided oh, not to. But yeah, that's the whole reason the city's there in the first place because of the fortress. It was built by the Swedish and in the 1700s, I think, and uh, as sort of a fortification against the Russian uh, Empire. And so the city of Helsinki just grew around it. And so that's the only European capital with no medieval history is Helsinki. And oh. after, yeah, after it was taken by the Russians in the 18, early 1800s, it burned down. So they rebuilt it in a uh, in a Western style, they hired an architect um, from the West who uh, came and designed a lot of the buildings sort of in the style of St. Petersburg as well, which was designed to be a more Western European city rather than a Russian looking city. And so you get to see all, all the neoclassical buildings in their pastel colors and it's really beautiful. It's, it's a really cool looking architecture. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, is there anything else you saw in Helsinki that was really cool? Yeah, there are a lot of cool churches. Um, there's a couple that I really enjoyed. There was one called the, oh God, I can't say this. 
Tempeliaokio Church, which was uh, this church in the rock, it's called. It's blasted out of solid granite in, um, in the city, and it's sort of, sort of half underground. And then they have a huge copper dome on top of it. Uh, that was oh, that it's just really cool. Yeah, it's just a really long copper wire that's been uh, swirled around, um, and it it looks really really cool. It looks uh, almost like something out of space or something, <laughs> and it's it's it has no like almost no decorations except for the cool dome and the the rock walls surrounding it, and it's it's really cool to see. I'd recommend go seeing it. Nice. And then another one they had was this chapel that's not an actual church because they don't have services, but um, it's called the Campy Chapel, and it's right in the center of the city. And it's just this little building that houses this little, almost like an egg-shaped chapel inside that's made of, has sort of a light wood um, uh, interior and it just has like a couple pews and it's the thing about it is that it's silent because they built it soundproof. Um, and it's really relaxing because they have sort of light coming in from the top, but there's no actual windows inside. And so you can go from the busy streets and just come inside to the campy chapel and just have a relaxing moment and just unwind and stuff. And it's, it's, it's really cool. I would recommend going in there. It's free. So you can just stop in, spend five minutes, and I think it's worth it. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, did you get to ride a tram? I did. Tram rides are really fun. But I didn't go on a tram uh, tour or anything. Okay. But they're really convenient for getting places, although you don't need to use it because the city is so small you can walk most places. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Um... Where did you stay? Euro Hostel Helsinki. How was that? It was okay. Uh, there, aren't, there isn't much choice for hostels in Helsinki. I don't know why, but all the other cities have a lot of really good hostels, but this one, not so much. Uh, oh. This one, it was fine. I mean, it was clean and everything, uh, but and it's all like single rooms or double rooms. It's not a dorm style. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that part I don't is like nice. dorm style. <laughs> yeah, but it's only, I think I paid 40 or $50 per night. So it's not terrible. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah. It just wasn't exciting? No, I mean, it, it wasn't the best hostel I've stayed in, but it wasn't a bad hostel. Okay. Um, and then you went home, but on the way home, you stopped in Reykjavik in Iceland? Yes. Icelandair has these deals where you can stay, I think, up to seven days in Iceland without extra charge on your ticket. And nice. It's just as a stopover, so I just decided to do 24 hours there, and it's pretty fun. I just saw the city. I didn't have time to go on any of the Golden Circle tours or any of the other tours outside the city, but it was cool just to see the town um, mm-hmm. and get a couple cool pictures. They have an interesting architecture Yeah, you got there. some nice pictures. Yeah. Um, did you go to the Hallgrim's Kirkja Church to see the viewing platform? I did. <gasps> you did? Yeah. How was it? It was so cool. It's like very simple inside the church. It feels like a 
church that you would see in the Midwest inside, although it's like massive. But you go to, mm. on the outside, the church looks almost like a volcano. Like it has that sort of look to it if you look at pictures of the church. And the viewing platform is super high up, so you get to see the whole city and then the, the sort of hints of the mountains surrounding it. And Iceland just uh, looks like a different planet, even from what yeah. I saw, which was not much. It, it's just crazy. There's no yeah. vegetation. I have grass always wanted to. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to Iceland. And one of the most interesting things I think about it is that it's on two different tectonic plates that are pulling apart. So there's a part of Iceland where you can go see where it's splitting apart. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's splitting very slowly, but in the future at some point, Iceland is going to be two separate islands because of that. And I just think that's really interesting and really cool. Yeah. Well, the whole reason but, it's there is because of that split of the plates, because it's forming those, um, it's forming, the lava coming up is forming the land of the whole country. So mm-hmm. the beaches are black because it's just volcanic ash. It's not like sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's not rocks. I like it, though. Yeah. I think, I think it's just like... Um, geologically really interesting definitely and Um, also it doesn't even feel like europe to be honest it feels like some sort of outpost like alaska or something yeah it is like it felt like america like you would see like in montana or something Mm -hmm. and they even have costco there i saw (laughs) (laughs) i like that you got excited about costco i was thrilled <laughs> You're <that> funny. <laughs> um, one thing you sent me all those pictures, and one of them was the sculpture that I thought was really cool. And then when I was looking up Reykjavik, it, it most of the articles I was reading mentioned that sculpture, and it's called the Sun Voyager. That yeah. like uh, the Viking ship sculpture. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, you got a really nice picture of it. Thank you. Yeah, I got You're it right welcome. at sun, sunset, and it's a good time to go and see it. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good picture. Um, and you also went to see, like, a concert there. I did not see a concert there. I just saw the concert hall. Oh. I thought you went to see a concert. Oh, not in Reykjavik, no. Oh, uh, was it a different place? That was in Helsinki. Okay. The Baroque well, I got, concert. Yeah. I got confused oh, then. Oh, no problem. I thought when you were talking about the concert, you said it was in Reykjavik. Oh, sorry. I mis, uh, said that then. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but you did see the Harpa Concert Hall. I did. Just no concert. No. But it's was cool it beautiful? Building. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like a beehive. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's very scaly. Oh. And then what else did you see? You saw the Reykjavik Cathedral. Yeah, which is the national church of the country and one of the oldest, I think probably the oldest building in the in the country, or in the city. And it's oh. just a tiny little church, like something you'd see in a just a, a tiny Wisconsin town. It's a tiny church, but it's the national church of the country. 
That's really interesting. Yeah, it's just a 1800s church, and it's right across the street, or right across the alleyway from the Parliament, which is a tiny building, too. And it's yeah, just it's really that... cute to see like this is the center of Iceland politics and religion. It's just mm-hmm. in this tiny little area because it's there's like, like no people in this country. <laughs> yeah, that must be like super interesting to see after going all those places in Europe. Because when you think Europe, you're like all these giant churches and cathedrals, all these massive buildings, and then going to Iceland being like, oh, this is small. Yeah, yeah, it is really interesting. You stayed at, how do you say this, High Reykjavik Downtown Hostel? Oh, yeah, it's uh, one of the hosteling international hostels, um, which are all around the world. Actually, the Euro Hostel in Helsinki was one of those as well. But um, I believe it was a couple of years ago, one of the highest rating hostels in the world. I could be wrong. Oh. I don't know if I should include that, but it was at least the top rated hostel in Iceland uh, a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, it's, it's great. I really enjoyed it. It has good breakfast. Everything nice. is expensive in Iceland, like ridiculous. Like you're going to have, you're going to go into shock when you see some of the prices, but so there were a lot of people staying in the hostels a lot of like older people i think most of my room i always stayed in this massive like 12 bedroom um i'm glad i didn't stay any longer than one day but (laughs) it was like all old people going on their trips well that's cool um and then you just went home to seattle yeah yeah i don't know if anything was usable on that Okay, uh, so <laughs> you're funny. Yeah. So let's talk about our future travel plans. Right now, I am planning a trip probably in February to go to Maui, um, which I've been to before, but I want to stay in Lahaina this time. Um, Why? What's, what's different about Lahaina? Well, before we stayed in... Wailea, I think there's a place on Oahu called, there's, there's one place called Waimea and one place called Wailea, and I think Wailea is the one on Maui. Okay. But that's where we stayed, and it's not, it just feels really touristy, I guess, and Mm. it didn't really seem that walkable to get places like I felt like you had to drive everywhere um and I was only in Lahaina for an afternoon and then took the ferry to Lanai but Lahaina I guess it's just as touristy but it just seems more walkable and it seems more interesting like you can explore more okay and Maui is really big so like I feel like you should have you should rent a car if you go there. They do have a bus system. Oh, so okay. when I go, I'll come back and tell you all about how much I like the bus system or didn't like it and everything I thought. But that's that's why I want to stay in Lahaina this time is because it just feels like it'll be a more interesting place. 
Mm. And easier to explore. Um, so that's that's what I am planning right now. And Stephen is planning a trip to visit me in Milwaukee next month. So we're both looking forward to that. I'm and so do you have any? I'm so excited. We should we should do a podcast about how interesting Milwaukee is and why you should visit. We should. Um, we'll do it. Do you have any other travel plans besides that? I don't right now. Okay. Well, you just got back from a fun trip, so we'll give you a pass on that one. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So you can also follow us on social media. All of my social media is at Holly Geraldson. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you like, you can follow me at Holly Geraldson. Um, Steven does not have an Instagram, but I'm going to help him set one up when he comes visit me because he takes beautiful pictures. I mentioned his gorgeous picture of that Sun Voyager sculpture in Reykjavik. And he just takes such interesting travel pictures that he needs to have an Instagram to share them with people. So we're going to be setting that up soon. So in the next couple podcasts, we should have his um, Instagram handle that you guys can follow. Uh, Steven, do you have any other social media people can follow you on? No. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll get you an Instagram when you come visit me. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. We'll get you set up. You take gorgeous <laughs> pictures, so you should share them with the world. As an update on Steven's social media situation, you can follow him on Instagram at Steven underscore Grieger. That's Steven with a V underscore G-R-I-E-G-E-R. Otherwise, you guys can email us if you have questions or comments or just have like a place that you want us to talk about in a future podcast we are jetlagged podcast at gmail.com so email us about anything that you want to know about us or any comments that you have and join us on our next podcast we're going to be talking about new zealand which we're super excited about because i haven't been there and i don't think you have either steven no i haven't have you no okay Well, we're excited to learn all about New Zealand. So join us uh, for our next podcast, either next week or the week after. We'll be talking about that. So thank you all for listening. I am Holly. Thank you. And that is Steven. I'm Steven. And I'm Steven. And I'm Steven. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.